0: Uh, we are very fortunate today to have Her Grace uh, Prevapatmani Mataji on Everyday Chant uh, Harinam conference call and Mataji will enlighten us today with the words of Srivad Bhagavatam uh, 5 4 10. So thank you so much Mataji. Mataji are there on the call. Hare Krishna Mataji. Mataji, I can see you on the call, but maybe the voice is not coming through. If you can check, maybe you're, you're on mute or something. Okay, let me contact Mataji through WhatsApp. Hare Krishna Mataji? Hare Krishna? Haribol. Can others hear, Mataji? Hari Krishna devotees, can you hear, Mataji? Yeah, no matter. No, okay. Because she said she unmuted. I just talked to her, so I will contact her again. Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean
0: Hare Krishna Yeah, so Mataji, you're on mute right now Hare Bola Mataji So you have to unmute yourself So that's why we can't hear you
1: ah, Hare Krishna
0: Hare Krishna. Can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry Mataji yeah. So we are very fortunate to have Her Grace uh, Premia Pakmani Mataji From Bangalore, India And Mataji, please take over
1: Ah, thank you very much, Hare Krishna. Please accept my humble instances. All yes. glories to Guru and Gauranga and Srila Prabhu. Om Ajhyan... Om Namo Bhagavate Vāsudevāyam Om Namo Bhagavate Vāsudevāyam Om Namo Bhagavate Vāsudevāyam Narayanam Namaskritya Naranjayibha Narottamam Peivim Sarasvadim Vyasam Tatu Jayamudhi Rayet Nashtaprayeshu Badri Shu Nithyam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavati Uttamashloki Bhakti Bhavati Naisiki Mukam Karoti Bachalam Pangum langāyate Tegirim Yet Kripatamaham Bande Sri Gurum Dinatar Paramananda Madavam Sri Chaitanya Iswaram. Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 5, Chapter 4, Text 10. Sam um, Anu Kusavarta, Ilavarto Brahma Malaya Ketur Bhadraseena, Indra Sprig Gidar Bhaki Kata iti Navanavati, Pradhana. Following Bharata, there were 99 other sons. Among these were 9 elderly sons named Ilavarta, Brahma Brahmavarta, Malaya, Ketu, Badrasena, indrasprik Vidarbha, and Kikata. This um, you know... Yeah. Avirhotrotha, chamas Chamasa, Karabhajana. In addition to these sons were Kavi, Havi, Antariksa, Prabuddha, Pippalayana, Avirhotra, Dhrumila, Chamasa, and Karabaja, Karabhajana. These were all very exalted, advanced devotees and authorized preachers of Srimad Bhagavatam these devotees were glorified due to their strong devotion to Vasudeva, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Therefore, they were very exalted. To satisfy the mind perfectly, I, Sukadeva Goswami, shall hereafter describe the characteristics of these nine devotees whom I discuss, whom when I discuss the conversation between Narada and Vasudeva. Text 13. I'll go to the next verse also. Yes. Yavish Yaviyamsa Eka Sitir Dhyanteya Pitur Adesha Akara Mahashalina Maha Shrotriya Yagnyasila Karma Vishudha Brahmana Babuva Babuhu In addition to these nineteen sons mentioned above, there were eighty one younger son, all born of Rishabhadeva and Jayanti according to the order of they became well-cultured well-behaved very pure in their activities and expert in Vedic knowledge and the performance of Vedic rituals Thus, they all became perfectly qualified Brahmanas from this verse we have good information of how the castes are qualified according to quality and work Rishabhadeva, a king was certainly a Kshatriya he had 100 sons And out of these, 10 were engaged as kshatriyas and ruled the planet. Nine sons became good preachers of Srimad Bhagavatam, Maha And this indicates that they were above the position of brahmanas. The other 81 sons became highly qualified brahmanas. These are some practical examples of how one can become fit for a certain type of activity by qualification, not by birth. All the sons of Maharaja Rishabhadeva were kshatriyas by birth. But the quality, some of them became kshatriyas and some became brahmanas. Nine became preachers of Shrimad Bhagavatam, ba- Bhagavata Dharma Darshana, which means that they were above the categories of kshatriya and brahmana. Kuma, Dhyana, Timurandasya, Gyanajana, Chalitya, Chakshuru, Unmilita, Mena, Tasmai, Sri, Guru, V, Namaha, Namaha, Unbhishnupada, Krishna, Pristaya, Bhutale, Sh, M, K, J, V, 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 V Nama Acharya Padaya, Taya Kripa Pradaya, Gauratata Dhamdaya, Nagar Nama Um Vishnu Padaya, Krishna Prasthaya, Bhutale, Srimati Vidanta, Swamirati Nama, Namaste Saraswati Devi, Gauravani Prastharani, Nirvasesha Sunivadi, Paschata Deshtharani, Jaya Sri Krishna Chaitanya, Pravnityananda, Shri Advaita Radhar Shivasati, Gauravakta Vrindha, Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hare, Ram, Hare, Ram, 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 Ram Hare, Hare. Um, Amen. <clears throat> so uh, we see that Rishabhadi and his wife, Jaira the first, got, the topmost devotee first, I mean, Krishna Deva is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, or uh, Sakyamvish Abhattar. And um, he is a perfected being. And uh, still, he, just to set an example, I mean, that is the purpose of all avatars. the Lord is so kind. He just doesn't come to give instructions, but he wants to show by his own example, how to live material life properly and make spiritual advancement. So he came as a Kshatriya and, uh, you know, in household life, and he got married to Jayanti and got 100 sons, even though he didn't have anything to do with all this. And, I mean, the Lord takes a particular caste and so on, and in this case, Kshatriya. Uh, there are so many uh, things to learn from his life. Um, so, first, firstly, he got the eldest son, Bharata, who was so exalted, and qualified with the best attributes, then he of course um because of his greatness uh, um earth is his name bharata Varsha. and we know his uh, from his life uh, also about how he became a deer in the next life and and so on and then uh among the other 99 uh, then there were nine elderly sons okay that, that is mentioned there were nine elderly sons and then uh, in addition to these sons, there were other nine devotees who were exalted, uh, you know, in the study of Srimad Bhagavatam and they are the number Yogendras who will be mentioned later in the 11th uh, chapter of the Bhagavatam. That's why uh, Sukadeva Su, uh, Goswami says that I will talk about them later. They are also very exalted and they give uh, instructions and um, instruct uh, people on Bhagavatam. So we find, again, different kinds of um, castes within his uh, whole family. It's not that all of them became Chatriyas. And then we have, uh, in addition to the 19 sons, mentioned, there were 81 younger ones, all born of uh, Rishabhidiva and Jayanti. And they became very cultured, well-behaved, very pure in their activities, and expert in Vedic knowledge and performance of Vedic rituals, that they all became... ...perfectly qualified Brahmanas. So, uh, here out of these 10 ringages... the planet... ...9 sons became good preachers of Srimad ...and Bhagavatas. So they were above the position of the Brahmanas. The other 81 sons became... ...highly qualified Brahmanas. So, uh, and so Prabhupada is saying... ...how your caste is judged... ...not by birth... ...but by uh, your activity... And here the Supreme Lord, Vishwa was Kshatriya. That doesn't mean that, you know, all of them got the same thing. So Varna is determined by one's quality. And uh, so they were. and then nine of them transcended this caste system of So this is why Krishna incarnates, in order to establish religion, as he says in the fourth chapter, and to destroy... Uh, the miscreants, and also dharma and higher. So to establish religious principles, and in this case, Varnashrama uh, is a stepping stone to spiritual life. Otherwise, people are just materialistic and will be engaged in sense gratification. And it's actually, Varnashrama is a slow process. In Varnashrama, what happens is, people, according to the qualities that they have, uh, you know, acquired due to birth, due to the past karmas. So, they act according uh, to that nature, but within the, um, you know, different varnas. Different varnas have got different principles according to a quality that you have acquired. So, based on that, you have another set of special uh, regulations to elevate you. The same regulation is what is there for a shudra is not there for a brahmana, and vice versa, a uh, vishya kshatriya because according to the mode of acquired from whatever level they are people are gradually elevated so but on the other hand in the life of a transcendentalist there is only one for everyone is the same for example now in scon, they're all doing uh, devotional activities um, you know which is same it's not that okay i'm less qualified i will chant less rounds and then that's okay because we're all on the same path of Mm, transcending the mood, but if you see within, if you if varnashrama has to be established, uh, later on but, um, because initially nobody knows what is. I mean, everybody's material qualities. That like they they cannot follow all these uh, any dharma dharmic regulations. So first, that's why he introduced Krishna consciousness so that all these varnashrama type of people who don't who are still very materially attached they can at least start chanting some rounds, four rounds, five rounds. I mean, those who chant only a few number of rounds, they are, that takes place of the varnashrama in earlier times. So you are sort of, you know, continuing with your um, material um, moods, but then you're purifying it so that you can do, follow the rules of that particular uh, this thing. Say you're a businessman, uh, you follow that inclination, but at least you follow the rules, Of Varnashrama, that you're honest, and then you give some charity for uh, spiritual activities, and then you respect, I mean, you take care of, um, uh, I mean, donate for um, the Brahmanas, and and like that. There are some injunctions for every Varna. So uh, so that is a slower process where you make, um, uh, you know, it may take many births before you come to perfection. And uh, so, that is why, I mean, in earlier times, because people were able to follow that, I mean, um, uh, you know, whatever rules there were, uh, and um, slowly make advancements. But the attachment to material life was very much there. And that is why it took many, many births for people to come to this uh, uh, part of spiritual uh, progress. Now, that's why we're all stuck here in the Kali Yuga, right? We, we've gone through so many yugas. We've gone through so many births. And still we have not understood. I mean, why did we not liberated, Because it was very difficult, you know, in earlier ages. We were slowly
0: following the
1: Varnashrama path. Uh, and there are so many, uh, and uh, because of the influence of the age, slowly, because uh, material life means there is constantly degeneration. It does not keep uh, improving. So there's always a degeneration. And if from time to time, Krishna keeps coming to revive that, uh, you know, this because uh, uh, that's the nature, you know, because sense gratification is prominent. And the more you forget Krishna, uh, with the advancement of each age, what happens is the forgetfulness of Krishna uh, manifests more and more. And because of that, people become more materialistic. And the chance of their going back to God it becomes less and less and so the Lord has to keep on coming and reviving uh, this, uh, you know, religious principles and speak again the Bhagavad Gita and so on so Krishna Himself came in the Dwaparaya and so uh, Sanatan Dharma or the Varnashrama was going on for some time and then with the influence of Kali it's really come down very badly so then, that is why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has come to give such a powerful method that in this one life, you know, if you just struggle through Varnashrama, taking more births in this religion, It's really, very difficult. And we can easily get polluted by what and, and so many temptations of sense gratification is very strong. And uh, so, if you follow the slow path, and varnashrama following varnashrama means you have to not just one aspect of it which you like, which is that, okay, you can go slow, you don't have to surrender and follow all four, you know, do bhakti very seriously and all that. But then the um, rule is that after after the age of 50, you have to retire from grasa life and you have to do vana prastha, you have to become detached and uh, then you have to retire completely and then uh, focus on spiritual life. So that becomes very difficult for people because if they've been following a materialistic way of life, then to give it up and, uh, you know, go towards a spiritual path at that age, especially in Kali Yuga, with so much sense gratification, people become so, um, you know, materially attached and so polluted in their, uh, their consciousness and so many sinful activities and all that is very difficult just at the age of fifty-two cannot think about now, let me think more of uh, detaching myself and so on. So that is why there's a uh, very prudent, I mean, Kaitanya Mahaprabhu's method is the best way. He said that just surrender, he was propagating the pure Bhakti, where you just worship the, I mean, um, take shelter of him and chant the Hare Krishna mantra and that too, he was, uh, I don't know, the number is not mentioned, like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, in Saitanya Saritamrita, how many rounds, he didn't mention that. But of course, it must have been some number, which, uh, and Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur was saying 64 rounds. So, that is where, and uh, Prabhupada, he also first asked us to do 64 rounds, and by means, he said, 16 rounds is just to make you, if you turn 16 rounds, you can act like a proper human being. But if you want to transcend the modes and become liberated in this life, then you have to chant 64. But then devotees are not able to chant all the We have so many activities and we can't just send. First so of all, the mind will not sit and chant so many rounds. What do we do? So Prabhupada said, okay, you do this 16 rounds and you do preaching. Then that is okay then you will be above. You you can transcend the modes of material nature. You can transcend the Vajna system. But it doesn't mean that, transcending doesn't mean that, uh, you know, we give up all activities that is transcending. Because so that's what Ashrana also thought. Because Krishna was talking about acting from a spiritual platform, not being affected by happiness, distress, heat, cold, uh, joy and birth. I mean, uh, distress and um, pleasure and all these things. So, uh, he was saying that you have to, even if you come to the state of not being affected uh, uh, by all these things, you have to still do your duty. Why? Because at least you can set an example for people. There's no need. Actually, he says a liberated person is not attached to doing his duty. Nor is he, you know, not as not, not he has the reason not to do is okay. I'll do it. So that is the middle path is always good. Neither you're too attached like the Karmis, no attached like the jnis. But a bhakta is neutral. You know, a devotee is not. He, okay, there is some Maya, there is some sense gratification there, but he's not too attached to it. But he. Because he is attached to Krishna. So externally it, it may seem that he is also like a worldly person. He has got everything, he has got a job, he has got a family. But he is not overly attached. Because he knows that my goal in life, and what is the ultimate goal he is. And he is attached to Krishna. So this is what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wanted to come and teach us. How in the yuga with all these, so many things, we cannot extricate ourselves from all that, you know. um, Okay, now I'm just going off to the Himalayas to do meditation and all which is possible in earlier times. People are qualified or Jnana Yoga or um, even Karma Yoga. Yeah, Karma Yoga is um, uh, good, but um, even to perform Karma Yoga, we need some purity first. So that is why only... And we are so attached to the results, right? Everybody is so their mentality, not a thing will move unless you get some material result, people are so result oriented, what is it for me, for me, for my sense gratification, for my importance, for my position, only that moves, otherwise they are not at all interested, so very fruitively oriented, um, you know, uh, society. Even to do karma yoga is very difficult and that is why when uh, Krishna, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has come and given us Hare Krishna Mantra or whatever we may be, the lowest, most, you know, most attached, most sinful person also, can chant Hare Krishna Mantra and then uh, he gets purified. And so many things are there along with Hare Krishna Mantra to aid Hare Krishna Mantra, we have the and then um, Food offered to the Lord, then worship of Tulasi Devi, another powerful agent of Krishna. Just by seeing her, just by touching her, just by paying to her, one can destroy millions of sinful reactions. That's how powerful she is. Just by praying to her and offering her a lamp. I mean, like that, whatever we do is very, very... I mean, she is also powerfully preaching to us. I mean... She is practically destroying and very, being a uh, feminine, um, this thing of God, expansion of God, of Krishna. She is very, very kind and so she reciprocates to our prayers and all that. So she is also there. And then, uh, of course, Sankirtana, serving Vaishnava, serving Guru Parampara. So, like this, all these things are strong methods to pull us out of our material um, uh, inclinations and so much of... um, absorption and that, start doing two things, one is bhakti yoga huh? and the other is karma yoga also, we do our job, but we do it with understanding that, um, you know, Krishna is the controller, he's the master and I have to, uh, you know, uh, make him my partner, you know, um, if you see, um, the minute, that, that's the main thing, is to connect with Krishna, Yoga means you're making Krishna, you're not forgetting him when you're doing your job. That's the main thing. That you understand that everything is happening, everything is being controlled by Krishna, and um, he is the goal of my life, and I have to turn to him so that he's pleased with whatever work I'm doing, and I also share some fruits with him gradually, you know. So, this is, um, you know, Yoga means Krishna has to be there, otherwise it's not Yoga. We're just doing job, okay, I do my job well i i I don't need to pray to anyone because you know i am very sincere in my work, but it's not yoga because you you think you're doing alone for yourself, but if you include Krishna in any activity yoga yeah. hmm? so chanting Hare Krishna mantra that is what are supposed to connect with Krishna, and um, of course the holy name is constantly purifying us and connecting us to Krishna. We feel his presence more and more. And uh, then, uh, so the pure Bhakti Yoga is chanting, Chavanam, Ketanam, uh, Smaranam, Archanam, everything, all these other activities we do is Bhakti Yoga. Simultaneously, in all our material activities, we bring Krishna so that it's um, in the mode of goodness, it's purifying and elevating our consciousness. So this is uh, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's instructions that we can even if you are doing all this bhakti, your so karma may be according to your whatever qualities you have acquired, and uh, by uh, you know doing karma yoga, you can transcend that also. So it doesn't mean that all devotees uh, only will become brahmanas in the sense that brahmanas were worshipping uh, in the temple or doing all these things. So anybody in all uh, jobs, whatever job they may be doing, you can transcend that and uh, really do like how Krishna was telling Arjuna in the Bhagavad Gita that you fight, you are a Kshatriya, you fight but you fight for me, under my guidance so it was transcendental, even though he was fighting a war, he was killing people and that was considered transcendental so that's why we should understand whatever work we do, it's not work per se which determines you know our consciousness, but how we do it you may be doing the lowest job, but if you are thinking about Krishna and doing it, like the cobbler who uh, Narada Muni uh, you know, uh, met with, and he was doing a very lowly job, and he himself was very surprised, and Narayana said that at the end of his life, he is coming back to me. Whereas the Brahmana, he was always in the temple, worshipping and all that, he said he will take many lives to come. Because he didn't have faith in Krishna, he was not really thinking of Krishna, even though he was doing all activities connected with Krishna. So that is the, uh, you know, that is really the test. And that whatever we are doing, if you are doing it, thinking of Krishna, understanding, uh, you know, that everything is coming from Krishna, that's very, very exalted. And you find that in the, you know, Shreemad Bhagavatam also, Chatushloki. Uh, Krishna is uh, explaining, you know, all about himself and this material world and so on. He's saying uh, about his nature first, he says that I'm the one who existed even before all this creation. And what you see now is also me. It's my expansion. And after annihilation, what remains is also me. So I am, in one sense, everything. And then uh, he uh, talks about... um, Mm, whatever you see, everything is exists is in relation to Him. If you think something is not connected with Krishna, that is illusion. So, real illusion is not getting, uh, not doing material work. But to think that the material work is disconnected from Krishna, that only is illusion. Just like darkness has no... Um, uh, what you call, um, existence on its own, darkness means absence of light, so everything, in the same way Krishna is like light, Surya Saman, Maya hei andhkar. Jahan krishna, jaha nahi Adhikar, so Maya exists only as uh, illusion, and what is that illusion? To think that something is disconnected from Krishna, that is the illusion. Otherwise, illusion doesn't have any existence on its own. What is illusion? What is maya? There is only, maya means thinking that, because actually, every Krishna is saying in this Srimad Bhagavatam Satish that I am everything. Everything has come from me and there is nothing without me. And to think that something is unrelated to me, that is illusion. So and then he also mentions that how you know achintya the tattva. He says just like in our body we have the five elements. Uh, you know, body is made up of the panchabhuta. But the panchabhuta also, it's not that since they've all become a body, they don't have separate existence. There is still earth, water, fire, and separate as their own uh, individual existence, existences. Similarly, even though he's expanded himself as this material world, he, he is separate from it. So that is what he is one simultaneously, one with this material world, and also different from it. And he says everyone, all circumstances, must inquire about this directly and indirectly arrive at this conclusion. So Prabhupada explains directly means, through doing devotional service, indirectly means avoiding um, against devotional service. Uh, which are obstacles for devotional service. Uh, this Where has it gone? Yes, this man. Krishna, sorry for that. So, um, um, so Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, when he came, he was also, you know, all his associates were different types of uh, devotees. There were some who were sannyasis like Parmananda Puri, uh, Brahmananda Parati, Brahmananda Puri, and uh, uh, like that. They were very exalted. Vaishnavas, who have his close associates, Swarupata Mudra, he was also a sannyasi, but he kept his uh, brahmachari name, like that. They were his intimate associates, but there were also many Garistas, who were also his intimate associates, like um, Ramanandaraya, then you have the um, Sen, Srivastakura, Mukunda, and then Pundarika Vidjanadi, Murari Gupta, like this, they're all with us. And all coming from different different backgrounds. And how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was very intimate with them. So actually he discussed only all these moods of separation of Radha and Krishna. He uh, discussed that intimate things only in the company of Swarupa mudra and uh, but even Ramanandraya was, um, uh, Ramanandraya, even though he was a Gristha, he was so exalted. So uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu discussed with them also. And uh, generally with others, he was uh, about Sankirtana and about love of Krishna. I mean, he was talking those things. But still, all of them are very, very intimate associates. So we will see some of them, like, um, you know, Chivan and the Sen. Oh, he was a br- businessman, okay. So he and uh, uh, and he had his family and everything, and but very wonderful devotee. Jaitanya Mahaprabhu engaged him very nicely. He when he went to Puri, uh, then he told Shivananda Sen that you your duty is to bring all these devotees, whoever wants to come and see me uh, in Puri every year. You know, for four months they used to all go there and stay. And four months, but one one month to travel and uh, two and one month to come back. So six months of the year they were out. And the responsibility was given to Shivan and the Sen to fund their even though they were all walking, but still walking for thirty days means every day he had to make sure that they I know food was provided, uh, you know, for them, and there they rested in the night to make arrangements and then pay for the taxes uh, while crossing the border, while crossing the rivers, and taking responsibility for, you know, the safety and uh, safe arrival and uh, going back and all that. So, uh, like that, you know, he gave that, and the Sen was very happy to uh, do this as a service to Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So he purified this um, material uh, life by engaging it partially for his uh, service of Vaishnavas and um, uh, like that. And he really did it so wonderfully and in such a selfless mood. He was not at all proud about that. And he, uh, you know, and the way he was tested was one day he was a little uh, late, you know, in arranging uh, food for all of them because. Um, they, you know, he took time, he had to pay tax for all the for 200 people, 200, 300 people were going together, so he had to pay uh, for each one of them, the toll collector, all this, so he took time and he came back, at that time, the Prabhu was very hungry, and he was constantly, you know, telling what happened to Shivana, why he didn't arrange for this, you know, and uh, he was uh, always in ecstasy and just as a, this thing, you know, he was telling, um, his wife was also, Srivananda's uh, son's wife was also around. And then the Prabhu said, I curse that his son should die. I mean, he's always in a very jo- joking mood. So he said like that. So, and, um, you know, so she started crying. And one of his one of his nephews, you know, uh Shivananda Sen's nephew, he became very upset, he couldn't understand. I mean, Shivananda Sen is doing such wonderful service and Jananda Prabhu's, you know, uh, criticizing him. He couldn't bo- tolerate it, he went off ahead of them to go and take shelter of Lord Shaitinima after Prabhu. And meanwhile, what happened? Shivananda Sen came and he went and uh, fell down at Jananda Prabhu's feet, you know, please forgive me and all that, Nithyananda Prabhu just kicked him on the chest, you know, and, and put his head on, his uh, uh, feet on his head also. I think, uh, so, you know, his wife was so disturbed, and he, she asked him, you know, privately, that why Nityananda Prabhu is doing like this to you? I mean, you're doing so, you didn't purposely do all this, why is he so angry? And then Sen said, you're so foolish, you don't understand, it's a special mercy on me that uh, you know he uh, placed his uh, lotus feet on my head you don't understand the intricacies of all this uh, so that was his mood as complete surrender as a servant without any expectations you know wanting that oh he should recognize me and praise me and how how can he criticize me in not in that mode. so that was an exalted devotee who was a businessman <laughs> and then we have Shreva we had a nice house and everything, but he and his three brothers lived together in that um, uh, in that house. We know that Srivas Angan in Mayapur, and uh, uh, but actually, you know Srivas He had a big family to take care. So, many members lived in that house? On top of that, <coughs> he had so many servants, so many visitors. Everyone felt so happy to enter Shiva Prabhu's house. Because it was always open and on top of that, um, ah, one more thing is, shivanand said, was also advised to take care of Vasudeva Datta, who was, um, you know, um, another pure devotee, associate of Saitanya Mahaprabhu, but he was, <clears throat> whatever he would earn, he would immediately spend it or give it to whatever. So when he had a family to take care and he was not good, in Maintaining his accounts and all that. So he told Shibha, "You please help him how to manage his accounts and so on. And Srivas Thakur also maintained them. He said, You come and stay nah, now, you know, company. give him a place to stay and all that. So, like that. So, Srivas Thakur, he maintained so many people. like Srivas, you have so many people. Hmm? Um uh, so Srivastakus he was um, you know uh well so Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said so many people you're maintaining, you have to do some job, nah Srivaz. Uh so Srivastakus said if the Lord does not maintain me, because He is completely surrendered to Krishna and just, you know, doing all His services. If for three days, you know, I am without food or something, then I will jump into the Ganga. And so Lord Chaitanya said, Oh, Srivas, you have so much faith in Krishna. I bless that there will be no scarcity for anybody else. There will always be plenty in your house. So, that is another transcendental figure who doesn't even have to work because, and uh, so much Krishna Prem and he's always doing Sankirtana and uh, like that and so, as uh, the blessings of Krishna, he's got everything. So that is another, uh, I mean, that is he's like those Dhamanas who are transcendent, I mean Mahaprabhu. And then you have Mukunda Prabhu, he's also an exalted devotee, He was always singing and all that, very. but he was actually by profession, he was a royal physician. And um, so and then um, he was, um, uh, you know, he uh, once also, I mean, he was uh, uh, so much enamored. I mean, uh, one day when he was taking care of the king, and he saw some peacock feather uh, being fanned, you know, and then he just seeing the, uh, fanning the uh, Sultan, the Muslim king, and he seeing the peacock feather, he got reminded of Krishna and he just fell down. And that from the platform where the king was sitting down on the ground and it was quite a heavy fall and the, you know, the Sultan thought that maybe he's dead. So he came down and saw what was happening. And Mukunda got up and he said, No, no, nothing. I think it's just I have some epilepsy and all that. And the Sultan could understand that this was not an ordinary thing and so on. So that was Mukunda that thought that uh, he was a doctor by profession. And then you have Pundarika Vidya you know, uh, what do you call, um, landlord, very rich landlord. And uh, he was there, in, of course, in Chatagram or Chittagong. And then he also came here uh, to Navaddeep, Here also he had a house. And he was uh, living in great luxury. But he was his heart was completely sold out to Krishna. And because he is actually an incarnation of Banu uh, Radharani's father, and that's how uh, Mukunda took uh, Gadadhar Pandit to meet him, because he uh, he wanted him to you know meet him because he's such an exalted uh, devotee. He had newly come there; no one knew him. And he said, "Gadadhar, I'll show you." And Gadadhar was always so much devoted and all the time in devotional service. So he he thought he would be very happy to meet the exalted devotee, and he took him. And then he's seeing as all his royal you know, surroundings, he was sitting on a big throne and uh, two people were fanning him and he was all dressed up and boiled hair and, you know, very nice, fine uh, clothes he was wearing and three princes all burning and uh, all, you know, all around such luxury lu- cushions and silk curtains and, uh, uh, you know, uh, the everything. I mean, all kinds of furniture was very uh, nice, attractive. So Kadathar was thinking... Are you, is he sure he has brought me to the right place? You know, and this person seems like a materialist. And Mukunda could understand that this was running in his mind. And so he started reciting a verse from the Bhagavatam. But You know, how Krishna is so kind that even though Putana she came to actually poison Krishna. but Krishna, because he had accepted milk from her breast, gave, gave her a status as a mother in the spiritual world. How kind and... Um, Merciful Krishna is. So hearing this, Pundrika Vidyanadi just, oh, he became crazy, he became very ecstatic with love for Krishna. And you, where is Krishna? Where is Krishna? He just fell down from the um, uh, throne down and he started pulling all the cushions and, you know, in his um, like um, intense separation, he pulled out all the, you know, cotton from those cushions and he threw the so much of uh, you know things destroyed at that time because of this. He was pulling out of his and throwing this and that, and you know. And then Gadadhar could see, oh my God, this person is so exalted; he's not attached to anything around him. And he thought, I have made, it, committed a grave mistake and a big offense. And he thought, the only way I can get freed of this Vaishnava prad is I want to take an initiation from him, which is also approved by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Karadar Pandit is as and uh, I mean expansion and Punriksh Dhyanadi um, is so like that. Then you have Mulari who who is also a doctor, yeah, by profession, uh, like that. And we uh, you know that he was, uh, 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 you know, incarnation of Hanuman. And uh, he was uh, very attached to Lord Ramachandra, but. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu used to personally visit his house anytime he wanted and he, he even showed his uh, you know, various incarnations to him Chhat then you know, uh, like that, different uh, things he had shown him in his own house so like this we can see how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wanted to show that the occupation is not the important thing what is important is our devotion to the Lord and so Um, When we see everything separate from Krishna, that is when we think, oh, I'm in Maya, I'm in Maya. Actually, when we see everything connected to Krishna, we are not in Maya, whatever work we may be doing and so on. Of course, we avoid and we avoid things which are, uh, you know, uh, stumbling blocks. Uh, So we we don't get affected by uh, things which are detrimental to our devotional service. So in this way, um, we can, uh, I mean, uh, you know, we can make progress. And that's what, like all these um, sons of um Ishibadev, he wants to, they are ideal examples for us. How we can be in any Varna, and um, because they're all sons of the Lord. And it doesn't matter which Varna you belong to, but it's very important that we connect with the Lord and we do everything as an offering of service uh, to them and um, and then to get krishna prem this is what ketan mahaprabhu said that everyone we should aim for krishna prem how can we get krishna prem it is the opposite of false ego so false ego means because we are attached to our wealth our positions and designations and reputations so it is an internal thing and that's why we have to beg the pancha to get, uh, increase our attachment to them to destroy our false ego And so that internally, if we are attached to the Lord and the service, then that is it. Then we'll never forget Krishna. uh, And we'll see everything connected to Krishna. So this is the great wealth of uh, knowledge and examples that Nirmala has given us, so that even in this very, very materialistic age, uh, we can remain very Krishna conscious and make progress and go back home, back to God, in one life. Thank you very much Hare Krishna. Is there any questions or
0: comments? Hare Krishna, Mataji. My Ma pranam to you. Shila Prabhupada, Jay Guru Mahat. Thank you so much, Mataji. Wonderful class. Uh, like Mataji, in the beginning of your class you were mentioning uh, about... Uh, uh, you know, like uh, something with respect to chanting, right? Like one question, one thought was coming to me. I'm not able to uh, exactly realize what you said, but uh, that question was stuck in the head at that time. Uh, like, uh, you know, we say that we are doing our bhakti. Um, yes, you were mentioning about, uh, you know, like how we are supposed to do uh, 64 rounds, but then Prabhupada said do 16 rounds and then, you know, do preaching work. But what happens is sometimes we hear a very negative thing about chanting uh, that is uh, you you can chant, uh, you know, uh, like a parrot all your life and, you know, you will just keep on continuing in the life uh, cycle. So mm. that, So when they say this parrot, like, you know, it, it's very, uh, When last when I had heard this, it's always stuck in my head and I keep fearing about it, thinking that, you know, am I doing that kind of a chanting or what, like, or, you know. Uh, So, I'm trying to perfect myself by doing it in the morning and, you know, doing it in one sitting, uh, 16 rounds, and trying to, you know, gradually uh, improve on it so, you know, I can make the best use of the time, that is the morning time, and then also, um, uh, you know, like, uh, just, uh, uh, um, uh, I keep adding things to my chanting, so, you know, it's not parrot-like, because mind is still going. Like yesterday, when Prabhuji at the temple was saying, <clears throat> <clears throat> that uh, after every seven or eight mantras we chant, no, Uh of the Hare Kisamha Mantra on the beat, say seven times we have chanted or ten times, then we should a uh, little bit slow down to see where our mind is. Has it gone somewhere else? Because it can travel to, you know, Hawaii and many other places
1: <laughs> and <clears throat> then we
0: kind of get it back and then again. So, I mean, just, you know in the middle of the rounds just to make sure that the because mind can be an enemy and a friend mind can enjoy chanting or maybe you say okay let me you know go for a tour somewhere else like uh, take the person there and that time then you know our intelligence doesn't work so nicely so uh, do you have some thoughts about this uh, chanting uh, parrot like yeah so actually has said,
1: uh, you know, that uh, even Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, okay, let me start with uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said that how we should chant this, it is like a yajna, okay, a sacrifice or a service to Krishna. And he said that the tongue is like the <laughs> ladle or the spoon. The Hare Krishna mantra is the ghee, and you pour it in the ear, and that is the yajna kutta. Then the ghee reaches the heart. And that is where the fire starts burning. And uh, then, you know, the slowly we will become more aware of Krishna in the heart. So if you, uh, and Prabhupada said that you should listen. He also said you should just listen yourself, not think anything. So that is the whole point. We are so active on the top, right? The mind is always making some plans or thinking of the past or something or the other. And on the other hand, where are action? Action is supposed to be only between the mouth, the ear and the heart. There is no uh, mind at all in that uh, scheme of things. Saitanya <inaudible> Mahaprabhu also says, just chant the ladle pour the ghee into the ear and the ear goes to the heart and that's how slowly the fire starts burning. So that's why we have to take the scene of action, This just be aware that i'm chanting and my it's going into my ears that's it then i'm putting the ghee into my ear i'm again and again i'm just putting the ghee into my ear there's no need to think of anything else only about this so uh, and of course the mind will keep wandering because uh, but actually you can control it to a large extent when you re- realize that i should not go above my uh, years, okay, I'm not going above my years at all about listening to what the mind is saying completely ignore it, completely neglect it because we, because we um, you know, we worship our, I mean, we really have great faith in our mind and that is why whatever the mind says, we listen Who who is it that so and then we get carried away no, I don't want to listen to you because you're complete nonsense and the real place of action is here the holy name Krishna and I'm putting it into, from my mouth into my ear. Good. This is all. This is all I have to be worried about. Oh, especially while chanting. And then uh, slowly we can, uh, you know, once we understand, I'm not going to listen to anything the mind says. Oh, some important work is there. No, it can all be. It. Something is nothing. I'm not going to listen to anything. Because when you understand that I am separate from the mind and you know that the mind is just trying to attract attention and pull us away from the Holy Names, then you will completely ignore it and just keep on chanting loudly. So I chant loudly, no, uh, you know, soft uh, chanting. Chant loudly so that the sound vibration is going into your ear. And uh, that will keep you uh, more focused on the Holy Name. You won't go off into the mind. And be aware that I am not going anywhere near the mind. Prabhupada said, you are chanting, and where is the mind? There is no mind only. We don't have to uh, think about, completely neglect, whatever the mind is, just don't listen. Let it go on like a parallel track record, no? Something or the other, it is just jabbing away, just ignore. Like some crazy person, sometimes uh, they demand, you know, it's try and, and you know you know it's unreasonable like spoiled children especially you know they'll go on saying something just ignore it and then it'll become fine it'll keep quiet so like that um it just it's a spoiled child it's just going uh talking some nonsense and you continue with your chanting and it's maybe going on you're aware parallel is going on and it'll stop gradually more and more and meanwhile why am why uh, 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 the mind is so much? We are attached to the mind because we have to develop actually service. then can we get uh, more heart focused? Because we have to do everything in a service mode, and so that is why it's all connected. So whatever work we do, also we try to do it in a very service, lot uh, of service mode. and I am doing it for the pleasure of Krishna, uh, serving Vaishnavas and. You know, like that. So simultaneously we pray to the Lord that I want to serve you. Because that is the mantra, right? You're begging the Lord, please take me to your service. Make me your servant. That's what we're begging him. So we mean it and we uh, and then you can keep Kulasi Devi and chant before her and beg her also. By her mercy also you know, we get purified and uh she makes us more focused on the holy name. Uh, like that. Then we have to uh, pray to the panchatva and uh, so that you know our false ego is subdued. Because of the false ego only the you know, the mind it's controlling the mind and the mind is always coming up with something or the other, dabbling away. But we we should understand that I'm servant of Krishna, I'm not this mind. And, um, you know, I I need to do everything in a mood of devotion and service, all the activities, whatever work we do, we should remember Krishna and do it with devotion. Then our chanting will keep on improving more and more. It's a constant struggle and to come out of that false ego. So we have to beg. That's why Prabhupada said, cry, cry that I want to be out of material um, sense gratificatory mood thinking I am everything I am the body and the mind I am the enjoyer I am the controller and instead we have to go to the platform of I servant Krishna please I want to do everything for your pleasure so that's the uh, switch and every day you you'll definitely every day you think that your graph you see that your graph is going upward but overnight you can't become pure devotees but Day by day, every day, you make a little advancement and that will give, give you the impetus, you know, to keep on improving. And you'll feel very nice so every day and you look forward to your but time because it's helping me to go step by step, keep on uh, improving. Is that okay, Mataji?
0: Yes, Mataji. Thank you so much, Mataji. And I, <coughs> I was not able to listen to the, the yagna part you said. The tongue, something in the beginning. Can you repeat that?
1: No, the tongue is tongue? the yeah. Lid,
0: yeah. Or the yeah. wooden spoon.
1: okay? And the holy name is the ghee. And the ghee okay. you put it in the Yajna Pumda, which is the ear. And, and so, then the ghee reaches the heart, and that's where the fire is burning.
0: Amazing, Mataji. It's so nice to hear this. I've never heard that, but... you
1: know. Yeah, Chaitanya
0: like, Mahabrabhu has given that analogy.
1: <laughs> he used to, you know, it's there in the Chaitanya Yeah, it's very nice, no? It helps us to
0: Yeah, I always wondered how it is a yagna because that is happening on a... a like, you know, where we have a fire sacrifice. Everybody sits there... And there is all these um, items collected, and then, you know, we do swaha, and Mm. and everything. So, like, this, uh, you know, how is that connected? And then, here, the body parts itself are made in such a way that, you know, the tongue is such that uh, it's amazing how Lord Chaitanya has given us this. Mm.
1: Mm.
0: Mataji, there's another question I want to ask you. Like, uh, you know, there's a friend of mine who's... uh, like she's into Krishna consciousness and her she has one son she's financially independent also and uh, the thing with her is like her husband does not follow most of the regulations you know like I mean he especially when he came from India here Mm. and she works from home and you know now she's uh, like she's tried for the past couple of years and then she feels that you know uh, and she has one son also so she, had, she has an option to go to India also, like, you know, to, uh, so sometimes she thinks that, you know, should I take my son and go to, uh, not in the lines of divorce, because Prabhupada never favored that, right? But she what? thinks not that, you know, not in favor of divorcing the husband, but she oh, wants uh. to live, uh, live separately because her husband would not comply to, uh, you know, becoming vegetarian, not taking intoxication and things like that. So she was asking me. So I said, We have a conference call, and you know, I can ask this question. I don't want to take a name of hers, but uh, she's like in this dilemma where in the month of February, you know, Jan, Feb, she should take her son and go and live with her parents there because she's got a parent's house there. She's the only daughter, or uh, she should continue here. So the thing is, I didn't give her any answer because I told her that. Uh, You know, I know that once you're married, however your husband is, you know, you have to stay with your husband. And, uh, you know, and of course, if he's not following also, and at least, you know, you are able to, and and it's like she's able to follow, but she always feels that, you know, it's um, there's so much of gap growing between her and her husband, you know, because he's leading like a materialistic life where he's not, uh, doesn't want to. And she says, how long will I continue that way? So I didn't know exactly what answer to give her. I don't want to give her the wrong answer. And then, you know, uh, because I remember another Mataji had come to me and she was asking me about this situation where she had a son and then she became pregnant again. And her husband told her that, no, 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 you know, uh, it was a mistake. So you bought the child. And she was very hurtful about it because, you know, again, this mathaji was a devotee, husband was not. And uh, in fact, he was telling, he used to tell her that, uh, you know, uh, in America it's very difficult to be vegetarian, so you might as well convert to becoming, you know, eating non-veg, because it's more cheaper, and I don't think that's true. And then it was an arranged marriage, is it? I mean, it was yeah, arranged. This, uh, this is another case, but then I called this Mataji to uh, the temple, and then we all told her, don't about the child. And now she has a daughter, and hmm. um, you know, son, and a daughter, and she's always thankful. And one of the senior mm. Mataji's kept her name. So this is another case uh, where I was not able to help uh, because I, uh, I'm i like connected to a lot of people where everybody is not devotee, no? especially our spouse is not. So in the previous case, uh, the first case I was telling you, uh, do you mm. think it is okay for her to take her son and go to India and kind of, because she's a citizen, she has an OCI, she can stay here and there, or that, no, it's not fair. She should, uh, you know, like... Uh, Uh, stay with the husband only, and uh, try to, just like we hear of Prabhupada's story, where, you know, she served her husband for so many years, uh, Prashadam and all. And uh, so what would be the, uh, how can we advise her in a situation like this? Okay, she is initiated, now. No, 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 not initiated, but in the the movement. She chants 16 rounds.
1: Okay, and uh, what is the husband, I mean... uh he okay he is materialistic but uh, he allows her to do
0: right allows but not like uh, you know he is uh, basically punjabi so he goes to like temple gurudwara like he basically uh, allows her but he like doesn't speak very positive about krishna consciousness why okay. you have to offer why you have to do that so always she has to hear taunts you know and then she feels that when she intermingles with other devotees she's like you know um I'm independent, I, I I can, you know, like, the ideas don't match at all. And of course, raising a son, you know, like, I I was telling her, Prabhupada said, you know, you the reason to have sex life is propagate children in Krishna consciousness. She says, it's impossible for me to make my son Krishna conscious when he's seeing all this, uh, you know, situation at home with my husband. Hmm. So she's in this dilemma, and I, I said, I, I told her, I'm not really in a position to advise you because, you know, um, Krishna is also in a husband's heart, right? And what if I say something to her and then she separates out and the husband is left here, so I don't want to take any karma for of that. You know? Like certain places one can okay, advise. Okay, but... Um, yeah. I mean, okay, so
1: he's against Krishna consciousness.
0: He doesn't... Uh, he allows her uh, to practice, but he's not like, speaks favorably. Like, like uh, he'll say this is just like a, um, you know, thing where... They're converting people, it's like a cult. He speaks negative about Krishna consciousness also. Ah, but at the same he time, to he, cannot her. To I mean, okay. <laughs> he cannot stop her because she's financially independent also. Okay. You know, that situation is there. Hmm. But
1: otherwise, uh, is he uh, like, um, um, I mean, uh, what, okay, he eats meat, but is she forced to cook at home?
0: No, no, no. He gets from outside only. He, she doesn't cook. She doesn't cook, okay. she's drink?
1: Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, is he like um, too much addicted to intoxication?
0: Yes, yes, Mataji. That is like another intoxication, drinking, smoking, <clears throat> meat eating, you know. Not womanizing, <laughs> not womanizing. Maybe gambling too, like he'll sometimes buy a lotto ticket and things like that. So, you know, I mean, just not following, uh, following the American ways, as to say and she said he was not like that before in india when we came about 8 9 years back but here it's really getting worse and he doesn't want to go into association of devotee and one time she was telling me she just told him one thing that you know you just have mm. to plunge yourself in devotee and uh, you know you uh, you'll be relieved because she feels the pain you know how devotees are paradukaduki right so she feels mm. the pain that okay you know you're taking out the drink and you're having that she says you will you'll be able to leave she preaches to him very directly but then he's not able to take it So one time she told me, she said to him that, uh, you know, you just uh, like uh, from Nectar Instructions somewhere she was reading Prabhupada's books. And uh, in that Prabhupada said that uh, if devotees have any problems of these intoxication, they should just go and plunge themselves in the association of devotees, you know, and Uh uh, then associate with devotees. But then (coughs) the words have no effect on him because she just like kind of walked out on earth. Don't give me such suggestions. i w I'll do what I want to see, do. I'll that is do.
1: what, see, she's going on the wrong road. If you say don't do this, don't do that, that's very difficult. She should yes. do positive things like like let's do Sankirtan and you know, or just play Hare Krishna Kirtan. Anyway he's dating prasadam, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, of so course, yes. but, Huh. See, and
1: then Prasadham? ask him to water the seat and then pray for him and uh,
0: you know, uh, be very nice. See, only positively you can attract. Without the cause not attraction. is not a solution, right? Living is not a solution because they're just three people. You know, husband, wife, and a son. And I feel. What like about the daughter? You said daughter and son, you know, right? You no, know, that was Mataji. That was another case. Uh, I was trying to say that that case like uh, was another case of husband, wife. They had one son, and then hmm. uh, the the Mataji started coming to the temple, right? And then okay. uh, that was the other case. But what happened is that uh, lady came to us, to the devotees mm-hmm. in Orlando, saying that I'm pregnant, and my husband is saying to abort. So we said uh, we told we uh, we shared with them how many or uh, 10 to 12 verses from Bhagavatam saying that you uh, whatever your husband says, let him say you don't abort. It's like killing. It's like a murder. So we advised her yeah. that was a simple case to handle. Now this case is involving. Uh, no uh, no girl, Just they have only one son She doesn't want to have more children with his husband Because he's not mm-hmm. Krishna conscious And then, you know, anyway it's going to be hard to raise this boy Into mm-hmm. Krishna consciousness, Which she's very determined to do, you know So she mm-hmm. said, even if I sometimes tell him like something, you know Like uh, you do this and he will just boil up So she's really kind of frustrated So, But I told her, don't leave, you can go visit India, come back You know, and see, I mean, you know, you... Uh, because uh, several cases I have seen, even in uh, ISKCON, there is no divorce and uh, there is separation, and it is separation, and it is separated, you know? Then separation but I means... think she should first try to make it in a nice
1: way, you know? Uh, maybe she has done, see, if you just say, don't do this, don't do that, uh, why you are doing and then you just read out from the book, see, that's not going to attract them. Reading out, uh, because, uh, I mean, we know, the people, you know, they know what's written in the Padova that mm. doesn't change them, they have to be, <clears throat> some find something attractive, and also she should have faith in, um, you know, so at least if she, if what she should work on is, that he agrees to, I mean, you know, she plays the Hare Krishna and different tunes, and that will have its effect on him, and then, uh, you know, uh, so then they do keep them together, sometimes at least if he agrees, you know, the whole family sits together and do keep them, that'll have a drastic effect. It, you, you know, if he sees positive things, rather than all this, don't do this, don't do that, yeah, then yeah. because of his attraction to Krishna, you can play some nice uh, videos and watch it together, Krishna conscious videos. Like that, she should try to, uh, you know, change. This is how Prabhupada, how did he go to the heartland of America, <laughs> you know, there, all the um, hippies were... You know, he he, he did it. That's what we have to follow Prabhupada. Whereas his other God brothers, they went and started telling all this, and nobody became devotee. But Prabhupada, he was very loving and kind, and mm-hmm. he, had, he, because he had full faith in the Sankirtan, and eating Prasadam and uh, so on, and, uh, like that. And the holy names are very powerful. So she must chant, and, and somehow, uh, you know, make him chant at least one round. She can say, you know, just for my sake, please, if you really, uh, you know, care for me, why don't you chant one round, like that, or uh, say, you know, just because of, uh, or uh, try to serve him very nicely, so that, you know, he his aunt, he thinks, okay, just to please her, I will do it like hmm.
0: that. Hmm. Yes, Madhuji. I will, because I was thinking that, you know, she's taking a drastic step to move, uh, you know, from no, here, because... A, see, see, because her approach is wrong. He might become a disciple also. Because he's not stopping her,
1: na? That shows that he is not uh, very bad.
0: See, if no, he's no, a demon, no, no. no, But he himself is not favorable to Krishna. Ah, consciousness. That is okay, but, see, demons cannot tolerate
1: anybody doing... If he was a demonic person... He would have stopped her from doing all
0: that. But he allows her to chant itself. Not a bad person, but... Yeah, somehow he is a, conscious that way, that way. <laughs> yeah, you have to
1: slowly put little, bit, little, you know, just play some, some nice Hare Krishna tunes. Hare Krishna mantra goes in, it will purify. And Tulasi, you know, she prays, and she can ask him also to water the Tulasi. Something, little bit, you know, give him Tulasi leaves or prasadam to eat. Like that... Uh, slowly, she should have uh, faith in the process. Yes, and uh, definitely, uh, you know, little by little, if uh, she has faith and she does like this, and using all emotional, I mean, you know, out of love, that is better. Instead of threatening him and getting angry with him. If you just, because, because of lack of knowledge, we think, you know, we have to change them like this only. We don't have enough faith in the holy names. That is why. But yes. uh, we should have. This is how Prabhupada did, right? That's why he stood out. Only he could do it, and we are, as his followers, should follow. Of course. See, ultimately, individual choice. Somebody doesn't want to. Be, see, that's another thing. But as long as um, he is uh, not, uh, I mean, he's uh, he's allowing her. See, that's a big thing. If he's allowing her to do. Then there is some hope we should try, isn't it? And um,
0: Krishna will also help us to try it. <laughs> Yeah, if you wouldn't have allowed me, and then you know, like, we'll, I, just like I, he, she says, I work, I financially support, I take care of, I cook twice a day, you know, I clean mm. the house, everything I do. And if you will not allow me, that will be the end. <laughs> so I said, No, it's yeah. not the end. Yet. So, you know, at least it's allowing you. You're going to programs, you go to the Sunday temple. And you know, with your son, but maybe it's going to take some time. And, and I also believe and I tell her that you know, um, maybe uh, what if you are trying and Krishna doesn't want? You know, it's in Krishna's hand, right? Yes, Mataji, let's that- so pray to him,
1: pray yes. to Krishna, pray to Tulsi Devi, and try to engage him in nice keys. And holy name is most important. Yes, yes. So if yes. she keeps praying, and then she will at least let us see. The child can ask the father, "Please come." Then, for the sake of the child, he will agree. Hmm. Yes, Mathi. Okay.
0: Thank uh, you so that's much, that's for uh, <laughs> you know, explaining in so much detail. I will try to convey to her also. And uh, so, anybody has any question, comment, we can. Uh, uh, otherwise, we can end the call. Yeah. I okay. We have a few participants these fine. days. Because some of the devotees like Shama Rasika, Mataji and many others are actually traveling. They're in India presently Ah, uh, because okay. the father-in-law passed away. So we have few like who over there also regularly are not here. So hopefully everybody should join in uh, soon by end of December Jan. So yeah, and then it's very hard to get speakers these days. <laughs> I don't know, I'm hmm. like struggling with that. But you know, I was thinking that, you know, if we don't have a speaker, then we'll just do a group study, you know, I mean, uh, what else to do. Because sometimes mm-hmm. it's, it's uh, COVID time was very easy to get, uh, you know, speakers on the call, like uh, recording also. And uh, so anybody, I, last question, comments? Otherwise we I, end the
1: Yeah, I need to uh, leave. So I've got a meeting.